Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Money in the Bank 2019, which was broadcast on May 19th, 2019. Um, lots of 19s. Um, so the, the first, I overall, overall, I really like this pay-per-view. Um, it, was, it was like just enough ridiculous that it made me laugh at times. And then there are also some really amazing moments, um, both finishes and just in in matches that I liked a lot. And I, I do need to go back and watch at least a couple of these matches again. Um, and I'll mention those matches as I go down the card. Now, the first two hours, including the kickoff show, um, so I didn't really pay attention during the kickoff show at all um, until the first match, but um, I watched them on mute because until uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time, which is an hour into the actual show, I was um, I, I was in in a, uh, the Comic Con Revolution, uh, working my my table, and then there's a little bit after that that I also was um, tearing everything down. So these first four matches, I. <clears throat> did pay attention to mostly except for the cruiserweight match that's when i was tearing everything down but um oh man the the i think watching without sound made the women's ladder match like i don't know if it made it better but it it was like really fun to watch without the sound but uh anyway we opened up uh, on the kickoff show we had the usos defeat daniel bryan and rowan um and i was I was shocked for a second. I was like, oh my gosh, is this actually happening? Are they, are they SmackDown tag team champions again? But it was not a title match. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Um, but I think now it's, uh, plausible that they would be, they c- could go after the actual titles. Um, and I feel like the Usos, they're, they're Smack, they, they've got to be on SmackDown. Like, they're just so good on SmackDown, and they're it's their their stuff on Raw is just dumb. They're like it's like two different Usos, two two different two Uso yeah, four different Usos. But um, yeah, we'll see where all of that goes. And of course, I didn't watch this with sound, so I don't know what commentary was saying or anything like that. Um, I there I did have subtitles on or captioning on. But it was, like, delayed enough that it was just kind of confusing for me because I'm not used to that. Um, usually when I watch stuff with captions, it is uh, not, like, the live captions. It's uh, for, like, uh, scripted shows. So it happens, like, in time. Anyway, uh, the first match of the actual show, we had the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, I really liked a few of the moments throughout here, but the, this match overall wasn't nearly as crazy as the men's ladder match, but I, I feel like that's fine. That's totally fine. We don't need, uh, more people, um, especially on the raw roster, women's roster getting injured, um, with huge risk type stuff, but there was a lot of fun stuff in here. We had Nikki spinning her ladder, hitting people with it. Um, we had an awesome, running knee across like running up a ladder that was propped up into the corner by Mandy that was that, that was maybe my favorite um favorite move of the well not of the entire night but of the entire match for sure 
Um, Naomi uh, jumped on a couple of the ladders that uh, the other ladies were, were holding as, like, platforms. That was pretty cool. But then she got... Uh, oh, they were about to smash her with the two two ladders, and then they ended up smashing into each other after that. That was fun. I also really like Naomi's gear. She's dressed as Bumblebee. That was pretty cool. And then um, Sonya got involved after uh, Carmella... Well, she got... Carmella got hurt, and she came back and uh, tried to get some revenge on Mandy. But uh, Sonya was there to handle handle business, and she ended up carrying Mandy up the ladder. That was amazing. It would have been pretty awesome if she had won, if Mandy had won. And I think that that's... Oh, man. That method is so much cooler than how Carmella won with help by that one guy. But uh, they did not win. Mandy did not win because Bailey uh, climbed up the ladder real quick, pushed them off, because they were in a pretty precarious situation. It was fine with just the two of them on there, but then Bailey uh, climbed up the other side, pushed them off, and Bailey wins the contract. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for that. That's awesome for her. Um, up next, we had Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. Um, Rey rolled up Joe and won the United States Championship, but Joe's shoulder opposite from the referee was up. So that's going to be some controversy. And Ray went and just like went off, or sorry, Joe went off on Ray afterwards after uh, Dominic came out to celebrate a little bit. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see what happens there. And man, Joe was just covered in blood. I said I think it was all from his nose, um, but some of it had gotten onto his eyes. So it looked like his eye was all messed up. But uh, before he came out intact again, he he wiped up off some of it. So it's clear. Okay, his eye is okay. That's 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 good. Because um, if it, it, just a bloody nose, unless it's a broken nose, even if it is a broken nose, that's a lot more workable than if his uh, like his occipital load is it occipital or, or orbital occipital or I don't know where the 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 bone around your eye that gets messed up, then you're out for a long time. But, um, anyway, yeah, that, that, that match in the aftermath is pretty good. Um, then we had, oh, I didn't put a, a, a space, a line between these. So I thought there's actually five matches that I watched on, um, mute, but, uh, Shane defeated the Miz via escape. Honestly, I didn't really pay attention to this match either. Um, this one, the end of it was happening while I was starting to tear down. So um, I do want to go back and watch that a little bit, just because, um, yeah, it's a cage match. There's There's got to be some good stuff in there, I think, or maybe not so good stuff. I did see a couple of gifts that people posted, mainly the one of um, of the Mrs. Frog Splash. But anyway, uh, then we had Tony Nese versus Daivari. I did not pay attention to this one at all, so I do need to go back and watch this. But Tony Nese won, so I'm glad for that. I would have been happy for Daivari if he won as well. Oh, Daivari made his entrance in a Mercedes. That was pretty cool. Um, but it was like kind of, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it could have been, well, his entrance and Naomi's entrance, those felt like WrestleMania type entrances. Um, just scaled down a little bit. Um, but I think there needs to be more, more entrances need to be special, even more special on these other pay-per-views, uh, to make the pay-per-views more fun. 
they're already pretty fun. Um, then we had Roman come out and squash Elias after Elias sing a song that I did not hear or anything. Um, so maybe I'll go back and watch that. Um, oh yeah, I, what were my predictions? I know, I, I think I've been wrong about everything to this point. Um, I think I chose Nice as the winner. I thought that he would win. Uh, but then we had the friggin' amazing match. Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. There's so much to talk about this match. Just go watch this if you haven't seen this yet. If you have seen it yet, go back and watch it again. I'm definitely going to go watch it again. Um, my favorite moment of the entire night was Seth going for the curb stomp and AJ counters it into the Styles Clash. That was so, so cool. Like, I was yeah, I was watching that in my car as I was eating um, after having finished packing up the show and everything from the show. And that that was so so cool. Oh, I totally skipped. Oh, I totally I totally skipped the Becky matches. Um, that was weird. How did I skip those? Anyway, AJ versus Seth. That that one counter is worth watching the match. And yet the entire rest of the match is friggin' awesome too. Is uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's great. So Seth is still the champion, um, Universal Champion. But that's okay because this. This match is. I hope we get the uh, these two fight each other again sometime soon. Um, going back, we had Becky defeat Lacey Evans in the uh, Raw Women's Championship match. I actually missed the ending of this match because I went to use the restroom real quick, um, and then uh, I came back and Charlotte was coming out. I was like, ah, oh, crap, I missed it. But Becky still has her two belts. I assume that that's what happened, that, that Becky just defeated Lacey. I guess there was some stuff. Uh, I saw people uh, talking about how the ending was kind of weird. Again, I didn't see the actual ending, so I have no comments on that. Uh, I, I do want to go back and watch this because these two, um, everything after this point was pretty cool. Um, Charlotte defeated Becky because... Um, Lacey came back out, and while the referee was distracted a bit, um, she hit Becky with that women's right, and Charlotte got the upper hand and uh, won the SmackDown Women's Championship. But then Bailey comes out, fights them off of Becky, pulls them apart, gets them away from Becky, and uh, drives Charlotte into the uh, the ring post, and Charlotte's just like knocked out, and Bailey's. Bailey thinks about it for a second like okay I'm doing this she goes and grabs a contract gives it to the referee cashes in hits the big elbow drop and wins the Smackdown Women's Championship so that was pretty great I thought that was I thought um, Alexa Bliss's cash in last year was, was awesome this one was even better and I'm super happy for Bailey. Uh, so I guess that also, that means Becky, she's back to just one championship, and she's over on Raw now. Um, I guess we'll see if she appears on SmackDown every now and then. Um, she maybe wants to challenge Bailey to get it back or something. I don't know, but the automatic rematches aren't a thing anymore, I guess. We'll see what happens there. Um... This match happened, or not even a match, um, 
Lucha House Party, I guess they, they came out, it was going to be a six-man tag team match, but the other team that they were going to fight did ne- never even came out, so I don't even know who it was supposed to be. It doesn't even matter if there even was supposed to be another team, because uh, apparently Lars Sullivan came out and attacked them, but I was... It was, this all took place within like the five minutes of me getting out of my car and uh, getting all my stuff back into my hotel room. Um, this whole segment happened, so I missed it completely. Um, then we had Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. I thought this was pretty good. I didn't pay the most attention to it. Um, so I do want to go back and watch this one again. Um, this whole pay-per-view, I, I kind of wish that I had actually been there and seen it in person. But um, it was still really fun to watch anyway. Uh, Kofi won. Kofi Mania continues. And I'm pleased with that. And then the Money in the Bank ladder match. Holy crap. Especially Andrade. Well, Finn is... I don't know how he's still alive, first of all. Um, same with Ali. And uh, who else Who else took a, a whole lot of punishment in here? Um, and Ricochet. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of Ricochet craziness. I, I was kind of hoping for that. But um, since he didn't win, I think mean, that's okay that he didn't, uh, do too much craziness, but Finn, oh my god, poor guy, he's gotta be icing everything today, and yesterday, and even before, he was probably icing before this match even started, um, but man, uh, Andrade, he has two of the greatest moves in this match, the freaking sunset powerbomb flip off of the ladder into another ladder to Finn Balor, that was insane um and like it it was like a very well crafted like physics problem it felt like I, I was questioning why it was put together exactly how it was and then that happened and we're like oh okay it it did exactly what I was supposed to do because Andrade didn't actually land on the ladder he it was it was interesting it was really interesting how that worked out like it's physical i don't know if that is exactly how it was supposed to work but it seemed certainly seemed like it was um and then we also got the uh spanish fly off of the ladder that was great um oh man i got i definitely want to go back and watch this whole match again but the ending I think it was Ali's. His, the, the, everybody had been cleared out. Ali was just about to go climb that ladder, get that contract. When, uh, well, earlier in the night, uh, Sami Zayn was found hanging upside down, like strung up, unconscious. And uh, who was it? Shay or Vit? Who was who he talking? Triple H? Was it Triple H? He talked to Braun. Braun was uh, was asked to leave because he. Uh, it was assumed that he was the one who did that to Sami Zayn. But um, it isn't. I'm sure we'll get this explained a little bit on Monday. But I think we're meant to believe that it was actually Brock Lesnar who did it because Brock Lesnar enters in uh, Sami and Braun's spot as the eighth man in the match, 
and he wins the Money in the Bank contract without really even doing anything, which I thought was very, very funny. I was laughing because uh, it's so ridiculous, and um, yeah, I and personally, I much prefer if Brock Lesnar is going to be around, or actually not be around, but his presence is known, then uh, it makes a lot more sense for him to have something like this than the actual title. Because he doesn't have to defend this Money in the Bank contract. Um, and when he doesn't, when it isn't defended, it's not a problem because it's not something that is normally put on the line in a match anyway. Although it certainly could be. Um, but I, I'm imagining that Paul Heyman comes out all the time just pestering either Seth or Kofi could be both pestering them week after week teasing that Brock Lesnar might be there to cash in and I could see Paul Heyman having that contract with him this entire time because Brock's not carrying that thing around with him uh Paul Heyman's gonna carry it with him so I think the the possibilities here are pretty good I and mean, I'm pretty excited to see what happens I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be better than the last two men's Money in the Bank winners. Um, Because they had two failures. Uh, um, Baron Corbin failed his cash-in. Braun Strowman failed his. So now we have Brock Lesnar. Whenever he does cash-in, he's going to win. He is going to win the championship, whatever championship that is. But this, like, prolongs that. And I think it could be a lot of fun until that happens. And even when it does happen, I think that could be pretty, that could be potentially be pretty good. So yeah, that's my take on that. I, I think it, there's potential to be enjoy for it to be enjoyable. I'm not going to just immediately throw up my hands like, oh, this is awful. It's going to be the worst money in the bank, Mr. Money in the Beast reign ever or whatever. It could be amazing. And I think it makes the most sense for somebody who isn't actually there all the time, but who has someone who can be there all the time on his behalf and just screw with people. And I think that's, that's going to be really good. So, um, yeah, go watch Seth, Seth versus AJ, Seth versus AJ, man, that match is fantastic. Um, so that's it. For Money in the Bank 2019, um, I'll be uh, watching Raw at some point, not as it airs, uh, because I'll be in the air as it airs, and uh, but I will try to watch it when I get home, at the very least, uh, so I can see what the fallout is. We have this new championship being announced by Mick Foley. I hope it's some kind of variation of the Hardcore Championship that can be defended anywhere, anytime, because that could be awesome um you know have every now and then just random matches happening on facebook live or instagram or uh you know all the social media uh or even just on the network that's like oh suddenly out of nowhere here we have a match that's taking place like in out in a fields or or at a truck stop or uh, in the airport or, or uh, at the performance center even uh in the gym so um 
yeah, I hope that's what it is. If it's not that, like, it's built up so much in my head that I probably will be a little bit disappointed if it's not that. Um, but I don't know. There's so many WWE championships. It's got to be something different. It's, it can't just be another another U.S. title or another intercontinental title. It's got to be something special, different. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens over on uh, Monday Night Raw. Um, let me know what you thought about Money in the Bank by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. And I'll be back real soon. Um, so, thanks for listening. Stay safe out there in all the infinite universes. And I'll be back real soon with more here on TIW Podcast. Bye.